This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. On the line is Professor Dion Foster, the head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, the director of the Bayer's Nodia Center for Public Theology, and a man who enjoys a sunrise and a sunset. Good morning to you, Dion. Brad, absolutely. Before we talk about the sunrise, mm. just to say it's becoming easier and easier for God to know how many hairs are on my head <laughs> because they're falling out. Ah, you're funny. <laughs> yeah, whatever we can do to help out because we know he's really busy, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. But Brad, I mean, you know, it, it, one doesn't want to make light of, mm-hmm. of, you know, for example, the fires, but um, it just reminds me again that even in even in tragedy, sometimes even in destruction, God is able to bring about beauty. And just that beautiful, beautiful sunrise this morning, just it reminds me, you know, that fire does not last forever and that the Lord's love and light will always shine through. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, the sun is going to rise and the sun is going to set and it's going to be, well, weather dependent. It's generally always something beautiful to behold. And every time I see a sunrise or a sunset, I can't help but think of the faithfulness of God. You know, it's, it's going to be there. It's going to happen. You don't need to worry. Absolutely. Now, Brad, that, that actually relates a little bit to, uh, to our, our uh, theme for today. So this last week, Sunday, many of our listeners will know, was Pentecost Sunday. And, of course, the Spirit is with us always, but we have these feasts to remind mm. us to focus on, on certain parts of what it means to be Christian and, and certain aspects of the gospel. And so this last Sunday, we celebrated two things. First of all, the outpouring of God's Spirit on all flesh. Mm. Uh, there's no one too young, too old, wow. uh, no one too perfect or imperfect to receive God's Spirit. Of course, the second thing we celebrated was the birth of the Church. Yes. And... Um, you know, one of the interesting things about this, Brad, which, um, you know, we, we don't often think about, is that Acts chapter 2 is the undoing of Genesis chapter, is it 9 or 11, the, the Tower of Babel. It's the undoing oh. of the separation of people according to languages. Now, let me, let me just start by, by giving you a humorous little uh, uh, anecdote. Yeah. In 1978, uh, the Finnish academic uh, and a member of parliament, uh, Osmond Rio, formulated a series of rules about communication. And the first of these rules is this. He says, I quote, communication usually fails except by accident. (laughs) (laughs) Now, he even goes on to Uh add a few sub-rules. So rule number one, he says, if communication can fail, it will. If communication cannot fail, it still fails most of the time. If communication seems to succeed in the intended way, there is clearly a misunderstanding. And if you are content with your message, communication is certainly going to fail. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've often found this, and I don't know whether this has been the case for you. I mean, you know, we have presented these rules in a very sort of humoristic way, and they remind us a bit of Murphy's Law. But there is a truth in those. I, I, I've often found that my best intentions, my my most uh, loving and kind words when mm. said are sometimes misunderstood by others. Uh, and that, of course, can cause conflict. Sometimes it can cause hurt and it mm. leaves deep scars and trauma. But Pentecost Sunday is the promise of a world where we are not misunderstood. Think about that for a moment. In Acts chapter 2, we read this wonderful, wonderful story about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Now, 
I think many of us as preachers and in churches often focus on what we think are the miracles of Pentecost, you know, the, the sound of the mighty wind and the tongues of fire uh, on people gathered from all nations. But the real miracle, if we look at that passage, is that people speak in each other's languages and there is no confusion. I mean, this is the thing that you see that is emphasized by Luke when he, when he writes about Peter, that there was this incredible surprise amongst the people who were present because each of them suddenly could hear others speaking in their own language. Communication did not fail. Now, I think, Brad, this is the miracle of what it means to live in the Spirit. It's the miracle of saying, Lord, I long to be good news. I want to communicate the goodness of who you are, the goodness of what your salvation means to the world, and I long for it not to be misunderstood, not only in my words, but also in my actions, in my thoughts, in everything that I am and do. I want to communicate clearly mm-hmm. and, and lovingly to the world just who you are. And Brad, I think that's what it means to live in the Spirit, to say to the Lord, Lord, would you come and fill me each day? Would you give me the words to speak and the actions to do just like on that day in Pentecost, mm. so that other people can see me and hear me speaking in their language. I think that's a beautiful thing. Uh, what a great prayer to pray, because you get the feeling this is, this is, what, God, this is what God wants. This is what He wants, because that's, that's relationship, and God is all about relationship, and He has opportunity, and change can come, and encouragement, and somebody might even say, well, hang on a moment, tell me more about this. These are opportunities that I think we we need more of. That's the kind of prayer to pray. Brad, you know, it's just, I mean, for me, it's, it's just about cultivating that, that deep, deep awareness, that, that longing to say, Spirit of Christ. Uh, you know, I've seen it so many times. I'm going into a very difficult meeting now. And, and please, would you, would you tell me when to speak? And when I speak, would you give me the words to say? But would you also tell me when I should be, be silent? Would, mm-hmm. would you tell me when, when I should just be present? Would you, would you give me the, the courage sometimes even to, to hold the angry words of others or, or to hold the moments in which there's you know, conflict or disagreement so that, so that I don't become part of the problem but part of the solution? And even in our relationships, you know, even with, with my wife, Midi, who I love, you know, one of the reasons we love each other is because we are not the same. You know, we love the difference in each other. But of course, difference can lead to misunderstanding and conflict. And even in our relationship, I often have to say to the Lord, Lord, Spirit of Christ, would you, would you make me attentive to her, to recognize and celebrate and, and love her difference? And, and would you teach me when to speak and what to say and when to be silent and just to be present? We love that. That's the voice of Professor Dion Foster, the head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology. Also, he's the director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology. I uh, hope we pray that kind of prayer today. And thanks for your time, Dion. We love having you. Thanks, Brad. Blessings for the day. And uh, yeah, enjoy the, uh, the beautiful sunshine before the rain. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.